Welcome to this week's Bible study. I'm so glad you could join us. Either on Facebook or on our other platforms that we're blessed to be on. I hope you've had a great week and a blessed week and a blessed Sunday. It's been a busy week, but the Lord's looked out for us. If you hear or see something during the live, I have a helper tonight. I have a new sidekick that has joined the bunch. We have a dog now named Molly, and she's decided to be in here with us tonight to join in. Everybody joins in when it comes to Bible study. So, um, if you happen to hear or see her, she may jump up here in a minute. But <clears throat> Tonight, I wanted to talk about you and how you yourself and I'm talking to each one of you you matter to the Lord Jesus Christ and your soul and salvation matters to the Lord you the 18th chapter, the 12th verse through 14. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one go, one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the 99 and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? And if he should find it. Assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over 99 that did not go astray. And Let me read that again. And if he should find it, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the Father. Even so, it is not the will of the Father who is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. And then in Luke 15, 4 through 6, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine, 
in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep which was lost. And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them, and scribes, and then Mark. But before we get into that, before we go to let me just say this. Jesus will in that parable that Jesus was talking about about the shepherd going after a sheep that is Jesus telling you his heart for, for you and for his people. He will stop at nothing. to go find that one that is lost and make sure he is taken care of and is, he is cared for and he rejoices every salvation that happens he and the angels in heaven rejoice <clears throat> and I wanted to read this because I want us to key in on 923, but I think that this passage in Mark is important to, because it states, it's where Jesus states that Nothing is impossible through prayer and and fasting and and nothing is impossible for the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he came to the disciples, this is Mark nine, fourteen through twenty-nine, and when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes just just this putting them this putting with them immediately when they saw him all the people were greatly amazed and running to greet running to him greeted him and he asked the scribes what are you discussing with them then one of the crowd answered and said to and said teacher i brought you my son who has a mute spirit and 
wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples. Answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to then they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell down on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. He asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown himself both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, pay attention here now, in verse 23 of Mark chapter 9, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father cried, immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb, Spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and convulsed him greatly and came out of him, and he became as one dead, so that many said he is dead but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he rose he arose and when he had come into the house his disciples asked him properly why couldn't we not cast it out. He said to them, This kind can come out only this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting only. I just want to say 
in these chapters that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And no matter where you are in your journey in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and no matter what you're going through, nothing is impossible with Jesus Christ. He loves you no matter what. He'll leave and run after you if he needs to. And he'll keep knocking at your heart's door until you answer him. Until you give him an answer. He will not leave you alone. And nothing is impossible with God. You may say, well, Brother Scott, you don't know my life. You don't know what I've done. No, I don't. But the Lord does. And he's saying to you, come to me. All those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He loves each and every one of you. He wants you to have a relationship with him. It's not just about church on Sunday and Wednesday. It's about a daily relationship, a daily walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. He loves you and nothing is impossible with Jesus Christ. You may say, well, where I've gone through, <clears throat> the Lord can't help me, it's impossible. No, it's not. Nothing is impossible. As I just read in Mark 9.23, nothing is impossible with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he loves you and he wants you and he wants you to know that you're loved and you're cared for and you're important and you matter and your soul and your salvation matters to him. And in that, yes, we have to repent of our sins and say, Lord, forgive us of our sins. And give him my life. And say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me. I've sinned. And I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to be king of my heart. I, I want you to know tonight that you're not just a number. And you're not just a... a, a a like or a follower to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're not just a, a, you're not just a reaction on Facebook. You're not just a pop up on Instagram where you you your likes matter. That's not how Jesus works. Jesus loves you for you are, yes. 
He knows our faults. He knew he knew our faults before we even knew him. And he still loves you. And he still wants you. And you still matter. So tonight I want you to think what is keeping me from my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you and have a great and blessed week. And I'll see you next Thursday. Before I go, let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Lord, we ask that your power and your anointing would be on that one watching. Lord, that you would let them know, Lord, that you love them no matter what and you will you will pick them up on your shoulders just like you said in that parable and carry them back to the fold of sheep. Lord, their soul and their life matters to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this time, for this Bible study. We ask, Lord, if there be one that is watching that doesn't know you, Lord, that they come to know you as Lord and Savior. And Lord, we thank you that whatever they're going through, Lord, you're going to meet their need. And Lord, I just pray for encouragement, for wisdom, and for discernment for that one watching. And Lord, I just pray that they would know whatever they're going through, nothing is impossible with you, through you, and for you. In Jesus' name. Amen.